weiß Bescheid. Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught. Once again, today we're going to do uh, another fun thing. We're going to do a uh, another mailbag. I think this is episode two of Mailbag. We have always put out there that we want to ask, you know, we want to get your questions. Send us a text, uh, 647-338-1265. Uh, send us an email, info at the Mental Mastery Alliance. Connect with us any way you want. DM us. We do a lot of answering and speaking on uh, Instagram as well, um, even though, huh, as you know, Instagram is a fun one. It's actually easier to get a hold of us now because we've been so heavily shadow banned that you fully have to punch our name in to like in full <laughs> to get us. But that means that we're around more. There's not many people talking to us, so we don't miss things. And a lot of the times with these, these accounts, we miss things because a bunch of stuff comes in at once. We do our best. Also, filters catch a lot of things. There's four inboxes now Instagram has done, so not everything gets through. If your message hasn't been read or discussed or anything like that, Send it again. Uh, we we try to help, uh, or at least answer virtually everybody. Um, that's the truth. Uh, why wouldn't it be? <laughs> what a day, man! It's gonna be like over a hundred somewhat. It's not even done getting hotter. I think like it's gonna be the hottest by late afternoon, early evening tonight. That's always fun. It's always fun when it's like dusk and it's hot. <laughs> this is terrible, ridiculous, entertaining, all of the fun stuff. So in the mailbag today. Some of you guys left your names, and I love uh, being able to address you. So when you do you know, leave a question, a good one, leave your name. Some of these uh, we've been asked a few times. So some of these questions uh, that we're going to answer are um, uh, they're just they've been asked a few times, so there's no one author. Uh, but yeah, so there's only five. We do five questions and answers today. So however long that takes me, <laughs> I don't know. We will find out. Question number five from our mailbag. This one's from Karen out of Maryland. She says, how do you handle all the constant negativity in the news, in the media? I don't know how I handle it. Um, I, To me, I think when I look at this stuff, like there used to be a time when obviously like, I would put up a fight and I would get all animated and I would get all, all over the place about this stuff. And now, I mean, I find like for my own peace of mind, I, like I honestly, I don't care. Because there's a point in time where you sort of look at this stuff and you think to yourself, man, I could I could stand for this and I could stand for that. And then, of course, there's that old saying, stand for something or fall for everything, which I used to firmly believe in as well. But the truth is I don't believe in that anymore. <laughs> and that, that was a limiting belief. Um, and I firmly believe a lot of our beliefs are limiting beliefs. Once we start expanding who we are and what we can see and what we can sort of relate to, all of the things that we believed before that were based on not enough information. So I don't need to stand for everything. 
Um, and especially watching what took place here. I mean, the, 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 the Canada's capital, Ottawa. I mean, I'd known it for a while. Uh, obviously, the news was fake, fake, fake. Um, but when, you know, an entire city that lives in the downtown core hears a story on the news, they've got the television on uh, saying all this terrible stuff. And then they look at their windows and they're like literally looking at their windows and it's just peaceful. Everything's peaceful. Everybody's happy. Everybody's helping everybody. You know, it, it's, it, it's a massive awakening. So there's that. And then we just, lately it's just been like a steamroll. Like we have just been rolling for the past few years from chaos to chaos, to tragedy, to tragedy, to chaos, to chaos. Like it's one world global catastrophe after another. I know now that they're talking about like a, a, a whole pandemic for, for, for monkeypox. I mean, come on. It's played out. Give the people a reprieve, which I think is coming. A reprieve from all of this insanity. I mean, unless it's not. Um, but I don't view it as, as a negative anymore. I don't view the constant barrage of absolute asininity, which may or may not be a word, but I like it. I don't view it as, as bad. If you're going to believe one story consistently after another, like it's like how much bullshit can you eat before you explode? And I think that's what's happening. So I'm not 100% sure, obviously, but I mean, if you take a, a positive approach to, to how we're seeing the news and how we're seeing it delivered, it's almost like they have to keep pushing this insanity so that more and more people will snap out of the illusion that we're supposed to believe this insanity, if that makes sense. So how do I con how do I deal with the constant negativity in the news? I guess I'm thankful for it because it allows people every single day to finally say enough is enough. This is bullshit. Something's up. Because we don't live in a world that's that terrifying and that terrible. Now granted, there are some people who will always be locked into the to the fear because the news is on because the news is real to them. But every single day the ultimate chaos that keeps coming out of the television or the radio or social media, all of it being fabricated, created, and delivered. Um, I'm thankful for it. I'm thankful for the fact that my show has gotten bigger because of it, for, because people are opening their minds, because I'm able to open my mind more, because I'm able to reaffirm the things I once believed through insanity, <laughs> I guess is the best way to, uh, to describe it. I don't know. Hope that answers your question, Karen. Um, number four. Do you think, this is a good one. Do you think the aliens are coming? Richard BC. Um, man, that's a loaded question because are the aliens real? Uh, man, I think as delivered, no. I, I think that there's not otherworldly entities coming here. Because I have a hard time believing in space as delivered as well. That doesn't mean I think it's fake or anything like that, but that means I've asked a lot of questions. I've challenged a lot of norms and a lot of narratives. Um, and I don't think... <laughs> I just don't think that anyone's been to, quote-unquote, outer space. I also don't think outer space exists the way we believe it does as in, I don't believe it's up there and it's grand and it's ever expanding. I don't believe that. I have a lot of reasons for that. I can get into that, but that's an entirely other show. Does that make me crazy? Sure. Why not? Why can't I be crazy? <laughs> uh -huh. um, but the aliens, and I would have said too, with regards to that lineage and that train of thought, I would have said that 
Absolutely not. Aliens are not coming. But now we also know about Operation Bluebeam. We also know that, you know, there's this 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 thing. You know, we've seen it in, uh, I think it was Spider-Man Homecoming or no Far From Home or whatever it was, where he has to... Um, he has to fight one of the guys that he's from another dimension. I can't remember his name right now. He played Donnie Darko. Holy jumping. My brain is just shot today. Um, and, and in the movie, it's like, it's all holograms. And then he's got like bots inside the holograms, like shooting lasers and stuff like that. I think that's, what's going to happen. I think blue beam exists with regards to lasers. I think DEWs exist. I think we've seen the, the impact of DEWs. Um, and I think that they're going to be able to hide DEWs in holograms and they're going to attack. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I do. I know I'm going to get flack for that one, but I think that's how the alien invasion is going to work. Do aliens exist? 100%. Um, what does that mean if I just said spaces and as it's delivered? Aliens are, I mean, we're all aliens. I mean, think about humanity. Humans live in any climate where they live. They, we, oops. Um, it's too hot or too cold. In the summer, we've got the air conditioning. In the winter, we've got the heater. We're always living inside. Every other animal, for the most part, well, every other animal, every other animal and insect and creature lives outside. And yes, of course, they make their caves and they do their this and they do their that. Yes. So technically, we make our caves as well. Um, but when it comes to the hierarchy of, of how things are supposed to be delivered, I mean, I... I think it's a fascinating melting pot that every single thing that's here exists here and helps and benefits everything else that's here. So a giant working ecosystem. Um, but I don't think that humans belong. We burn in the sun and all that sort of stuff. Like uh, the sun is supposed to be all light, all giving, all this, all that. I think that there's there's a lot more to it than, than we've been allowed to believe. Again, with regards to tangible aliens, things that look like little green men, uh, it's possible because Little Green Men was hilarious for a while, but so were giants, right? Sam Squanches and the such. Um, I think it's possible that much like uh, Operation High Jump exposed uh, and Admiral Byrd is on record as saying there's land on the other side of Antarctica. I think it's possible. I think it's very possible that that under the dome or wherever we live or however this experience is that there's land that we don't know about and on that land there's beings that we aren't aware of um i think that that's true i mean like even if you trail back like if you think if you think about movies and lore and all that sort of stuff there's there's all kinds of uh mentions of it i mean i'm thinking of that wow i can't remember the name of it uh where the where the, where the monsters came from the deep and uh what's his name from uh, sons of anarchy Jax teller from sons of anarchy had to jump in the machines and and start shooting these aliens that were coming from the deep. Did we open portals? Sure. Do portals exist, man? That's another one too, because Stargates, bro. Stargates are, I mean, for the longest time in the 90s, they were everywhere, right? Every show was Stargate, SG-1, and this, that, and the other thing. There's movies, and there's all kinds of stuff, right? And not only that, but in the 90s, we went to war with Iraq, and it's very much rumored that the only reason we went to war with Iraq was because they have a Stargate, or a new Stargate was found. Now, there's a new show on Amazon um, called The Night Sky, and this is literally all about Stargates, and they're talking about the new Stargate that was found and all that sort of stuff as well. And it's fascinating when you, start, when you sort of understand that a lot of the media that they show you is them telling you truths. They're just sh sharing openly with you. I mean, prime example, the, 
the the new Captain America when it comes out is going to be called New World Order. Like, I mean, is that they don't even care anymore, right? All of the Marvel stuff is heavily truthed. Um, just just stolen from us and sold back to us. These stories. There's a lot of there's a lot of truth in that stuff. Um, that's a, again, that's a whole other episode as well. I mean, these could have all been episodes, really. Um, do I believe in aliens as delivered? No. Do I believe in space as delivered? No. Do I believe aliens are coming? Is there going to be an alien invasion? I would say 99% sure. Yes, because it seems to be the thing that may push the narrative to try to do the new world order, the one world government and all that sort of stuff and the unity. And maybe that's the chaos. Maybe we are, maybe that's what they're pushing us to right now. Because again, in the news, everything is so utterly chaotic that it seems like that we're constantly at each other's throat. So maybe the introduction of off world aliens is going to be the thing that unifies all of humanity. When the truth is all of humanity is unified. You step outside and you hug your neighbor, you're unified. You turn on the news, everybody hates everybody. So it's the news that's just obviously screwing with everything. Okay. Great question, Richard. I loved it. Um, again, I can go on for hours about that. I mean, I've got there's so much that rattles around in my head. And it's so funny when somebody's like, where do you get your information from? I'm like, bro, if I have to start telling you this stuff, like it's going to be, you don't even care. Most people that ask that question are just like, I'm waiting for you to speak so I can shut you down because I'm the greatest and I'm very good at listening to the media and the news and not thinking for myself. Also, I like to make fun of people who think for themselves. <laughs> Thanks, Chad. Go play hacky sack in the corridor. Uh, number three, do you believe all celebrities are bad? I must have said that a few times, I guess. And no, I don't believe all celebrities are bad. Um, but I 100% believe that if you have a platform, you're one of them. You're, you're one of the, you're one of the narrative pushers. You're one of the, the, the entities that, you know, is, is playing a game that is simply above our pay grade. Uh, that includes, Elon Musk. That includes a Bill uh, Bill Clinton. Sure, why not? Uh, Bill Gates, um, Hillary Clinton. That includes legitimately anyone you've seen on the news on a, for a prolonged period of time. Um, which is weird because again, you know, I have quote unquote celebrity friends, but these people are are not gonna they're not gonna come on your TV like Robert De Niro and tell you who to vote for, <laughs> you know, or tell you I'm leaving the country if like nobody shut the front door, De Niro. Nobody cares. Um. So are all celebrities bad? There's a saying that I say too with the police. I think 100% of the police are bad. And the reason I say that is because they're not all corrupt, right? But there are a lot of corrupt cops. And then every single cop knows who the corrupt cops are and they do nothing. So you're either corrupt or you're not corrupt, but you know who the corrupt guys are and you do nothing about it. So that theoretically makes them all bad. Um, and, and I'll stand on that, you know, and I'm sorry, officer, you know, and if there's a police officer that wants to come on this show and sort of defend that point and talk against it, great. Uh, but they can't because there's a union and there's this and there's that. I mean, I'll even put it out there for the police. I know this wasn't the question, but I'm just, since I'm on the topic, I can change your voice. So if you want to come on the show, we can give you some random name and change your voice and nobody would know who you are. Uh, and you can sort of plead your case or not plead your case. I'm not, nobody's under attack. Just tell us, shoot the shit, man. Share some stories. What are we doing over here? What's 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 the story here? Why are you guys the bullies and enforcers for the ultra elite? And it's just basically to crush all of us. Also, 
I have a question for some of the, well, most of the police officers, man. If you've ever dealt with a cop, right, the guy comes up to you, whatever, and he talks to you in this stern voice of blah, 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 you need to, and it's like this booming state of authority voice. You got to ask, I need to know. I want to know. And if you're a cop and you're listening, I want to know, are you trained to talk like a thug? Do they train that? Is that part of the academy? I'm very curious. And I'm not being rude when I say that. Maybe I am. I don't know. I'm not trying to be. I just, I'm passionate and I'm animated. It seems to be coming out that way. But I want to know, are you trained to speak in this authoritative tone to try to intimidate people as they do whatever it is they're doing? Like the Batman, for example. He's, <laughs> he's, he's he takes the whole cop tone and, and, and by 10. I'm the bad man. Don't simmer down, Keaton. Simmer down. Are all celebrities bad? Again, the answer is no. <laughs> because good and bad uh, is a personal term, right? Good and bad is is not... I don't believe in good and bad anymore. I believe that there are things that take place on this in this realm, in this reality, that wake us up. Things that happen that need to happen to be like, holy fuck, that's happening. Like, I'm now paying attention. Uh, and because I'm paying attention, it's, it, this is bad because I don't want this to be a thing or I don't agree with this being a thing based on the information that I have. Right? So I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff out there uh, that, that could be deemed stuff. Are people annoying? Shit, of course. So many of these guys with their their mouth running and they're, they, because they're on TV, we're supposed to give a shit what they have to say. Like, that's nuts. Like, nobody... I would never just randomly show up in front of a bunch of people that didn't know who I was and start telling them how to live their lives. You know, I just wouldn't do that. Um, but these guys, they, they, they send, they sense this. They want to do this. They want to tell us about global warming and this, that, and the other thing. It's like, you're all actors, right? The also, another thing with the actors too, is, is there's this division. They, they create this divide, this, this idea that Hollywood is one thing and politics are a separate thing. Meanwhile, that whole divide has been shattered. And now we, now we're supposed to give the same shit about whatever DiCaprio says, as uh, Nancy Pelosi being in, I don't know where the hell she's gone. Like, we give a fuck about Pelosi. Who the hell has ever in the history of anything ever cared what the Speaker of the House is up to? This bitch is crazy. It's nuts. Um, but this is what they're forcing down our throats. So what's the key to all of this? I mean, like, I'm sitting here speaking on a point and a, and a contention of uh, whatever it is. The truth is, none of it really matters if you just turn the television off, right? The narrative doesn't count if we don't play the game anymore. And that's the funny thing. Like that's how much power we have. All of it's bullshit. All of it's bullshit. We can just turn it all off. So are they good or bad? No. Do they do things that help us wake up and become and understand things? Absolutely. Um, and to all of my celebrity friends that may be listening to this, I love you guys. Uh, and I know that you may be like, Hey, what you, what's this guy talking about? But I also know how quote unquote, the Masons work and the Masons are very much, uh, you know, to, to level up, to go through the Masonic rituals, to go higher and higher and higher. Things will come up and it'll be like, would you ever piss on the American flag? And they're like, no, never. That's terrible. And, the, and then, you know, the person asking the question will be like, good, you've made the right choice. Come with us, right? And then that person will always be a level 12. They'll never go any higher. But there's another guy that's already pissing on the flag before somebody finishes the sentence. He goes, oh, sorry, what, what was happening? That guy's like, right on. You made the right choice. Now you're a level 13. And when it comes to celebrities, the majority of the celebrities that I know that I've talked to have all said certain things. Like there are things that they would do, wouldn't do. They've been in weird situations, but they got out of it and their careers never went higher. So to me, I think that there are a group of people who are bred into it. There are some like ultra high end people who are 
They were born for the purpose of manipulation. Then there are people who are influenced by that group of celebrities who think, I can do this. I want to be a celebrity. And they go in and they do these things and they do these rituals as well. And they, and then they sign over some stuff and they do some dumb shit. And then that this is why you see a lot of celebrities die in really stupid ways. Like Anton Yelchin got crushed by his own Jeep, a Jeep, a, a vehicle that's never done anything to anyone, pinned him against a fence and crushed him to death. Right? Even if that thing was in reverse and somebody was putting pressure on the throttle, you don't get crushed to death between a Jeep and your moving fence. But that's the story of his death. So these are all like, these are all messages. So maybe it's people that don't play along, that don't agree. I don't know. That's a, a, a phenomenal topic. And I would love to have some of my celebrity friends on here and talk about that stuff. But I'm not even sure that they're allowed to. Like, I, don't, I, I think that they would be afraid to open up their minds and their mouths based on the career that they're still attempting to have. Not that they don't have a career because they do. Some of the people I know are on some of the shows that you watch every day. Great people. Weird stories, great people, phenomenal, a great way of thinking, a great mindset. Do I know Brad Pitt? No. Would I chill with Brad Pitt? I don't know. I bet it'd be kind of weird to like hang out with him. He seems like a down-to-earth guy, but I bet this dude's got some serious stories, and I'd love to talk to them and get these stories out and really, truly hammer this stuff out. Like, imagine I had Brad Pitt on the show, uh, and we did the whole voice thing, like no names and voicing, and then the stories that they could tell. Like, oh, that'd be kind of cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, I don't know. Celebrities, thank you for all the entertainment and thank you as we progress through our lives for doing the things that you do to wake us up. Do I think you're evil? I just think that you're playing a role. Um, and that, that also stems from a story that I heard too about the conversations with the elite. You know, We don't want to do this, they've said. We have to do that. We signed on to and we agreed to do these things to help you see what you needed to see. And that sort of stuck with me. Like if all the bad things that we know about the celebrities, quote unquote, if all that, if all they were doing were eating green jelly beans, we wouldn't give a two shits about it. We wouldn't even think about them. So it's this thing. It's this thing that's happening. That's keeping, or that's waking us up. We're not accidentally waking up. We're not, we're not falling or discovering things by accident. We are tapping into higher levels and, and, and more experiences of things that are already playing out. Hope that answers your question about the celebrities. <laughs> this is definitely long-winded. Uh, where am I at here? Uh, let's see here. Oh, that was Jenny from Waterloo. Celebrities. Jenny, I, uh, they're good people. And they're bad people. Maybe they're not even people. Maybe they're the, maybe they're the entities from the other lands uh, to which I referred earlier. Perhaps not. I don't stand on it. Number two. Uh, what does this say here? What are, what are you addicted to right now? Uh, that's a funny one. Eh? Uh, I am, I've given up all of my quote unquote vices. I would say right now I'm addicted to um, food and probably, probably the media. Um, when I say the media, I mean like social media, like the, the, it's an actual physical addiction is that stupid phone because I have probably too much time on my hands or because I'm stagnant. Uh, and the food thing is really driving me nuts, right? And it's it's it's, it's a pain point for sure. So um, you know, there's no more there's no more you know hiding in alcohol, drug abuse, and all that sort of stuff. There's no more uh, degeneracy in that sense. Uh, and I even did so. I even went so far as to remove myself from from hanging out with the wrong type of people. Um, and 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 then they say, who could you say that the right or the wrong person is? I'm like, well, I just felt it. And then actually, for a long time, I removed myself from all of society. And then COVID hit, which was like an amplifier. Like, hey, keep doing what you're doing. 
So regardless of anything, I was kept away from society. Uh, so my addictions right now, uh, unfortunately, are food. Um, and I'm finding I'm, I'm just eating too much, but I am trying all kinds of new recipes and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and still, the phone, the, uh, the stupid phone. But the neat thing about those addictions is um, being able to overcome them and being able to see them and be aware of them and understand it. Somebody said somewhere, um, you know, talking about addictions and drug addictions, and they said, you know, if you want to talk to somebody who's addicted to some certain drug, before you have the ability to even say a word to them, try not touching your phone for 24 hours and see how many times you think about touching your phone. Not saying you have to or that you can't do it. Just look at how many times you go to touch your phone. And that's, I mean, that's a truth. Uh, so what I have to do, obviously, is swap that out for uh, more physical activity because I feel the best when I'm physical. I built the gym in the house because that's what I wanted. Well, also because the gyms kicked us all out um, because the narrative said, no, we don't want you healthy. We want you vaccinated. Uh, which is a, a great slogan, right? Don't get healthy, get vaccinated. Cool, thanks, cheers. My addictions are fun too because they give me the opportunity to apply all of my knowledge. When I quit all my recreational drugs, when I quit all smoking and drinking and, and fast women and bacon and pork and everything all together, um, I, I got the opportunity to fight through a lot of things, a lot of demons. Uh, and this right now, I really want to lose weight. I'm not going to do it a crash course diet. I basically have to change my lifestyle. And... Interestingly enough, sometimes your lifestyle is too comfortable. You're too comfortable where you are and you're not pushed or challenged enough to do certain things. So what do you do? You waste time eating and doing this, that, and the other thing. So it is time now for me to change up what I'm doing with my lifestyle to change up my eating habits, to change this, that, and the other thing. Because you can always change everything and you can always adapt, grow, push, change, alter, whatever it is. And when you come face to face with your addictions, even as small as they may seem in your mind it gives you an opportunity to grow from the experience that you have, which is really, really cool. Um, there's no name on that one. You didn't leave your name. You with the addictions. And number one is what are you reading? Which is a question that was actually asked a lot. That was probably the number one question that was asked. So that's why it's number one now. Just there's a lot of them. Um, and I love all of the... I love all of the posts. I love everything that you guys sent. And I love always sort of checking the emails, connecting with you guys. If you want to reach out to us too or, or anything like that, if you guys want to help, um, just comment. Just leave a comment, anything, uh, on any of the posts on Instagram. Just sort of re-engage the Instagram account. Um, I know that that helps flush out um, shadow bans and things like that. We've even I've even decided to run a few paid ads on Instagram to sort of like capitalize on the fact that we're, we're dead in the water. Having fun with it, growing from growing, growing with it, learning from it. Um, but yeah, if you guys want to reach out, if you want to ask a question, you want to do anything like that, info at the Mental Mastery Alliance, uh, or you can call or text. And and if your question's good, we uh, we do save the voicemails um, and we will play them on air if they're decent. You know, if, if you're not, if people aren't typically assholes that call in here. Some people are, but they just you know having a bad day. Uh, the number again is 647-338-1265. If you're in Canada, that's obviously a free call for the most part. Um, uh, you can text that number as well, and we will read that. Also, for free, info at the Mental Mastery Alliance. Also, hit us up on Instagram. In full, you got to punch in the Mental Mastery Alliance, all one word, and that's a lot of fun. Now, what am I reading? Uh, before I get into what am I reading, I want to play something that has to do, that's kind of like near and dear to my heart, because this is like number six. 
not a lot of people ask this question, but it was like, you know, anxiety, depression, which is basically where we, you know, got our start and, and where the root of everything that we do comes down to curing people of anxiety and depression. So I came across, um, an article or, or actually just a video of, um, a fellow by the name or he, he had uh, off the record, Michael Landsberg. Uh, and, and I didn't know he was struggling with mental illness or anything like that. Um, but he, he posted this video and it, uh, to me was cathartic and I wanted to share it with you guys. So I'm going to play that video for you right now. It's your worst moment ever for mental illness. For me, I actually have it memorialized on my arm. 1124 yulmh 521-0400. I love saying that, sorry. Uh, and there's a pretty good chance that you know what that is if you've followed what I talk about mental health at all. 112408, November 24th, 2008. YUL is Montreal. MH521 is Marriott Hotel Room. 521-0400 is 4 a.m. in the morning. And that, for me, was a low point. I really understood suicide at that time. And I often wonder, couldn't people see that on my face? And then I realized I can show you exactly how I looked 18 hours later. The 96 Grey Cup on TSN on Sunday. The action kicks off right now. It's OTR live from Montreal. More like half dead in Montreal. I think back to that a lot because no one, not a single person, asked me how I was doing. And I thought if you looked at me at that time, you would think the guy's gotta be dying. But no one said anything. I thought a lot about that and I've learned a lot since then. And what I have learned is that you can never tell what is going on in someone's head who has depression, who wants to cover it up. I don't want you to see how I'm feeling. I don't show you. And you gotta remember that for people that you care about. Don't assume they're doing okay just because they look okay. I mean, for me, this, I figured everyone's looking into my eyes and thinking, wow, that guy's in real trouble. That was uh, Michael Landsberg uh, for, in Canada from Off the Record, the TSN show. And he's talking about a moment in time. Um, it's uh, it's a big one. It's a, it's a deep one for me. The 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 mental health, the the anxiety, depression. It was it was probably my biggest teacher. Um, even though it had, it, it didn't have the profound impact on me at the time, simply because I was so lost in my own bullshit. Um, but it propelled me and has created the version of me that is sitting here right now speaking with you guys. And this version of me is going to hopefully go on to do really good things um, and not not great things that, you know, that that we were supposed to think and, and do and, and, you know, be part of the system and, you know, uh, get a job and pay your taxes and do all the stuff and love your government. This is I don't work for them. I don't I don't want to work for them. I work for you. I work for the person who's sitting at home right now thinking about certain things. Um, I want to entertain you. I want to have you see things in a new light. I want you to be able to ask certain questions and be okay with, be okay with yourself, be okay with your surroundings, be okay with all this sort of stuff. The idea behind the mental mastery Alliance, which was born out of rearranging the way our brain views certain things. Um, because honestly, we have been tricked into being depressed. We have been tricked into anxiety our entire lives based solely on the environment that we live in versus the environment that has been shown to us and displayed to us. So all of these conspiracies and all of this free thought and all of these things that I do, I do because uh, 
this is an opportunity to change the way and reprogram the way we've been programmed because we've been lied to. It's up to us to unlie, <laughs> to learn the lie, to undo everything, to to step out of all of the crap that was taught to us. Michael Landsberg, however, and because I saw that, I really like that, and I really am gonna I'm gonna take a swing at that and try to get him on the show. I really want to connect more with him on that and, and talk more about you know men's health, mental health, all that sort of stuff. Men's health doesn't get talked about enough. It just doesn't. Every single man in the world is told to walk it off, you know, and 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 even right now, every single man in the world is under attack, uh, and and maybe rightfully so. Who knows, right? But when I say when I say men, every single person is a different entity. Every single person is a different being. The news, the media, the conglomerates, everybody just wants to just broad stroke brush everything, and it's not. It's individualistic. If you're having a problem with mental health, send us an email. Send me directly an email, adam at the Mental Mastery Alliance. Uh, I'll get back to you. To answer the question, the number one question, what are you reading right now? I'm not reading anything right now um, specifically. So in other words, I haven't picked up a new book that I'm just chewing through. Uh, but I do have, I, I set aside about half an hour every day to take in some form of literature. So it's usually an audio book. Uh, and it's usually right before bed. And I usually sit there and I get into it either during or after a meditation. And the books that I absolutely adore at this moment in time are Waking Up in 5D by Maureen St. Germain. I'm working on getting her on the show as well. Uh, and anything by Jed McKenna. Now, there's a million books out there that are a million ideas and a million things to do, but I'm not focused on any of them. These are my books that I fall back on when I need to re reaffirm or I need to, to sort of settle in or, or, or think of something. Waking Up in 5D by Maureen St. Germain is an absolutely legendary book. Anything by the author uh, Jed McKenna is phenomenal. He has a, a beautiful way of seeing and thinking uh, and writing. It's just stories. He just tells stories and he helps. Uh, he helps he, he helps you see your life through his stories and it's phenomenal. So check out those guys, Maureen St. Germain and Jed McKenna, uh, both phenomenal authors. Uh, the Go-Giver is a book that has recircled. I've, I've probably picked this book up uh, five or 10 times. Uh, it's come back into the ethos. So I'm going to put that book into the recommendations as well. The Go-Giver. It's a very short story, a uh, very quick and easy read but one that will help you through a lot of things. I won't even tell you what it will help you through. Just if you're looking for an answer in any capacity, pick up the go-giver. You'll probably thank yourself for that one. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a lot of fun. Um, it was only five questions, but I managed to push this into like 35, 40 minutes. Um, man, as we progress through on this show, we have a lot of great guests. We have a lot of great times. We have a lot of great stuff. Uh, I really want you guys to know how important you are to me uh, and, um, and 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 just sort of the progress of, of how I'm able to either help you or anything like that or entertain you or anything. I very much appreciate that you're here. I very much appreciate that I get to work on me through telling these stories and through answering these questions and through connecting with you guys. Uh, I'm very much dedicated to forever growing, learning, understanding, uh, challenging myself, challenging you, challenging the narrative. Uh, I love having this experience. Even on my darkest days these days, there's nowhere near where they were. I can laugh a lot of things off. I can have a lot of fun. Um, and I want the same for you guys. So 
If you're here and if you have any questions and if you're feeling anything, reach out. Just a simple email, no problem. If you're, fe- if you're dealing with depression, anxiety, if it's really fucking with you right now, Adam at the Mental Mastery Alliance, hit me up. Everything else, guys, um, episode 212. This is a lot of fun. More than likely, I'm not going to be here next Monday. Like, we're not going to run an episode next Monday simply because I don't have anything backlogged. I do have, like, a bunch of episodes that I recorded and, and actually never sort of uploaded, but they're kind of, like, time sensitive. They were from before. I don't even know if they were that good. I just, for whatever reason, one reason or another, I never put them up. Um, so I do have an archive, which I might dip into, but it's not going to be tomorrow or sort of the next time. Uh, I am completely caught up, so I'm recording this live. I'm recording it at this very moment, and I'm going to go from here to the editing and then to put it up. So it's going to be up within minutes of me saying these words. Uh, sometimes I have them recorded weeks in advance. Uh, it really all depends. It's been one heck of a summer. Uh, I can tell you that much. So um, I don't think I'm going to be here next Monday. So I'll probably see you guys in one week's time, which would be next Thursday. Uh, so until then, thank you all very much for listening to this fantastic episode. Thank you guys again for your questions. Thank you guys for contributing, for taking part. Remember, if you want to call, leave a voicemail, text us, 647-338-1265. If anything else, all I can say then is probably these fancy words in the infamous words of Red Green. Keep your stick on the ice. Thank you for listening to today's Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag MMA and Mental Mastery Alliance. Want more motivation? Be sure to follow online on Instagram at Mental Mastery Alliance and on Facebook at Mental Mastery Alliance. And remember, your perception creates your reality. Make it a great day. You got it, Pontiac.